from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. You have tuned the WIA National News Service this edition January 8, 2017. And before we head off to the WIA boardroom, Let's have a quick look around VK. This important note in comes from the CASA, that's the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, briefing via the Summerland Amateur Radio Club's newsletter. Now, smartphones have been ranked the least wanted dangerous goods in Australian aviation for 2016. This follows an increasing number of passengers accidentally crushing their phone in the reclining mechanism of their aircraft seat. This can result in the damaged smartphone battery going into thermal runaway, possibly igniting a fire. The growing rate of these incidents has seen airlines review seat designs and update safety videos to warn passengers not to move their seat if they lose their smartphone. There were 39 reports of lost or damaged smartphones in 2016, with nine cases requiring emergency procedures. Lithium batteries and portable power packs come in at number two on the least wanted dangerous goods list with passengers still failing to carry spare batteries safely. Spare batteries must never be carried in checked luggage at any time, but should be taken on board aircraft in carry-on baggage with the battery terminals protected. Now, WIA Board Talk, Advocacy, Education Support, that's what they do. WIA Moves Ahead, STEM Involvement. The WIA is developing a plan for the involvement of radio amateurs in the federal government-promoted science, technology, engineering and maths program, better known as STEM. This follows the successful WIA STEM Symposium in Canberra, November. That symposium confirmed that the target audience where contribution would have greatest impact was at the secondary schools level, years 7 to 10. The WIA believes that through the existing networks, projects and programs can be developed that fit with and enhance school STEM programs. There are a number of existing projects and activities that should also be supported by the WIA STEM network. A basic thrust of the event was to consider specialised talents through mentoring and coordinating interesting leading-edge activities. The symposium also thought how to promote and market the STEM initiative. The plan being considered is to access a very broad range of skills and knowledge that exist in some radio amateurs and develop with teachers STEM educational programs for young people. This will need a coordination role across all states and territories and the setting up of teams of interested radio amateurs to carry out identified projects. Now being considered is having a national STEM program coordinator who can lead it and state and territory coordinators. A STEM wiki website that explains the resource availability and a directory of the volunteers. The wiki facility for STEM-related projects and activities would be made public and promoted, but its content moderated by the coordination team. The outcomes of the WIA symposium and a possible STEM plan for the future will be considered in 2017 after further consultation takes place with interested party and the broader amateur radio community. Your WIA website contains the major advocacy issues it's worked on or still yet to complete with the ACMA and other government agencies. During this year, 2017, it will include further consultation on major changes sought to the licence condition determinations. The proposed changes reflect new technologies being exploited and adopted and even techniques not yet thought about and also reflect international trends. 
The WIA member thoughts and views on them have been known since 2014 and spelt out on this broadcast, the website and in Amateur Radio magazine. It'll most likely be the biggest change to amateur radio since the announcement in late 2003 of the so-called Big Review. That review was designed to simplify arrangements for amateur radio. As a result, the different license classes went from seven to just three with the introduction of the successful beginner-level foundation license. Now the ACMA is preparing for a 2017 review of the LCD that will invite input on a range of issues. Also this year, the complex proposed new Radio Communications Act will be explained in detail at a series of stakeholder briefing sessions by the ACMA with attendance by the WIA. More on this by WIA Director Roger Harrison, who hasn't had a break from WIA work all this holiday period. He'll be here in just a moment. Now, to be informed and fully aware, check out current WIA hot issues, wia.org.au. Your WIA board has advised that the Special Purpose Grants Program of the WIA will not proceed for 2017. The first WIA Special Purpose Grant was awarded in support of the GPS locking of VHF UHF Beacons Project. This was proposed by Alan Devlin, VK3XPD, and run jointly by Alan and the WIA over 2014-15. More fully explained in our text edition this week as several of previous grants. It is anticipated the new 2017-18 board will review the Special Purpose Grants Program in late 2017. However, the Merit Awards Program is now open. The WIA makes awards to radio amateurs to recognise their worthy contribution to our hobby. The actual award is at the discretion of the WIA board and announced by it at the annual conference held each May. The Merit Awards recognise the work done within the hobby. The criteria plus a nomination form are on wia.org.au. When completing a nomination form, you're not required to suggest which award, as each nomination is assessed to see if it deserves an award, and if so, which type. To help, please include as much information as you can. Try to keep it in some sort of chronological order, however. Include all information that you may have about other awards the nominee may have received. Nominations close March 31. Peter Mill, VK3APO, he tells us the ACMA licence applications for amateur radio repeaters and beacons are now handled differently. This to speed up issuing and reduce errors that may occur. The ACMA was having a problem with such licences under its Spectra system. At a meeting in Canberra, the ACMA explained the problem it had to two WIA reps. It was then mutually agreed that the ACMA would receive from the WIA a spreadsheet that had suitable formatting to make the processing and issuing of licences run smoothly. This is WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, with news on recent actions by the Australian Communications and Media Authority. Last week, the ACMA published on its website the updated Australian Radio Frequency Spectrum Plan, ARSP 2017, if you want the acronym. The purpose of the Spectrum Plan is to guide the ACMA in making decisions on the use of radio frequency spectrum. The key feature of the Spectrum Plan is its table of frequency allocations from 8.3 kHz to 420 THz that divides up the spectrum to show the general purpose of each band to which services the bands are allocated and associated footnotes relevant to the uses of particular allocations. The ACMA updates the Spectrum Plan following each World Radio Communication Conference organised by the International Telecommunications Union and held about every three years. As many amateurs are aware, the last conference was WRC15 
held in November 2015, which approved the worldwide allocation of a new amateur band at 5.3 MHz, generally known now as 60 metres. It is available to amateurs on a secondary basis, with fixed and mobile services being primary users. Secondary users have to avoid interference with primary users and have no protection from interference from primary users. I told you a little about this week in last week's broadcast, and there's more new information on the WIA website Hot Issues page. In announcing the updated Spectrum plan, the ACMA also published an accompanying explanatory statement, providing more detail behind the changes to the Spectrum plan, as well as how the table of frequency allocations is arranged, and its relationship to other legislation. The ACMA published a draft in September last year inviting comment and submissions, the deadline for which closed five weeks later. The ACMA reports it received 17 submissions from a mixture of government agencies, communications and broadcasting industry members and private citizens. Of course, a submission from the WIA was amongst them. Some individual amateurs and YCN New South Wales also made submissions concerning amateur allocations. In its explanatory statement, the ACMA say that it gave, quote, due consideration to the representations received during the consultation period, end quote. You can learn about the ACMA's considerations in its response to submissions, which outlines its reasoning concerning how it treated proposals on allocations and regulations in the Spectrum Plan. As listeners would be aware, the WIA has for some years advocated the extension of the 160 metre and 80 metre bands, upgrading 50 to 52 megs from secondary to primary status, a new allocation at 70 MHz, matching those throughout European and African nations in Region 1, and another new allocation at 915 to 928 MHz, aligned with allocations in New Zealand and the USA. The news is, the ACMA has made the bare minimum necessary changes to the Spectrum Plan, so we have more work to be done if we're going to make headway with these extended and new allocations, including the new 60 metre band. Rest assured, the WIA Spectrum Strategy Committee is working with the ACMA to determine when access to 60 metres for Australian amateurs will become available and what is required in pursuing our other positions on 160 and 80 metres, 6 and 4 metres and 33 centimetres. The proposed new Radio Communications Act will go before Parliament early this year. The ACMA will be holding a series of stakeholder briefing sessions which the WIA will attend. Advocacy. Education. Support, that's what we do. This has been WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2 ZRH, for VK1 WIA News. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Hams respond to Super Typhoon in Philippines. We begin this week's report with an update on amateur involvement in the Super Typhoon Noc 10 a deadly Category 4 storm that raged through the Philippines at Christmas, killing at least six and stranding thousands. The Philippines Amateur Radio Association activated its ham emergency radio operations network, HERO, at the approach of the storm. The storm caused mudslides, flooding and power interruption in five provinces. 
the Hams kept communications open using both HF and VHF radios as the storm made landfall repeatedly. ARRL say authorities tuned into the emergency net where amateurs sent them damage reports. Our thoughts are with them all as the nation begins the recovery process. Former Radio Amateurs of Canada, the RAC President William James Bill Gillis, Victor Echo 1 Whiskey Golf of New Brunswick, died December 26. He was aged 87. Gillis spent his career in the technical and management fields of the telecommunications industry. He was a veteran radio amateur, having been licensed as Victor Echo 1 Whiskey Golf since 1946. He also held the call signs Victor Echo 3 Whiskey Golf, and 5 Hotel 3 Whiskey Bravo, Tanzania. Gillis was RAC Director for the Maritimes Region and also served two terms as President of the Moncturn Area Amateur Radio Club. He also belonged to the Montreal Amateur Radio Club and the Oakville Radio Club. In addition to amateur radio, he enjoyed the sport of curling. Norway closed all FM radio broadcasts. The FM radio stations are now switched off in Norway, the first country to move fully to digital radio broadcasts. The Norwegian Ministry of Culture has made listeners to do away with FM radio entirely and adopted digital audio broadcasting, DAB, as a national standard. In Norway, DAB offers 22 national channels, as opposed to FM that had dwindled to five in the phase-over to DAB. Other European and Southeast Asian countries are considering the move, and hopefully not just DAB, but the far superior mode DAB+. Meantime, the Australian Communications and Media Authority is planning for DAB plus digital radio in regional areas, already available in capital cities since July 2009, other than Hobart, but there are no moves to stop FM broadcasts, and in this diverse continent, AM also remains due to its reliable wide area coverage. New amateur radio FM transponder CubeSat now in space. The BY-70-1 CubeSat launched on December 28 from the Taiyuan Space Launch Centre in China. The satellite carries an amateur radio FM transponder. BY-70-1 is a 2U CubeSat project for education and amateur radio. It features three-axis stabilisation and deployable solar panels. In addition to the FM transponder, BY-70-1 has a camera and plans call for downloading images and telemetry via a 9600 BPS BPSK. The IARU Amateur Satellite Frequency Coordination pages list an uplink of 145.920 MHz and a downlink of 436.200 MHz. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Lismore, it can be heard on VK2RSC, 146.8 MHz at 9am Sundays. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, with a word about the 2017 Summer VHF-UHF Field Day. It's next weekend. Saturday the 14th and Sunday 15th of January. The rules remain the same as for the 2016 Spring Contest, completed just a few weeks ago. Check out the contest site on the WIA website. Advocacy, education, support, that's what we do. This has been Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. Ham Radio Operational News is a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, 2017.
January is the WIA's Ross Hall Memorial VHF UHF Contest. WIA Summer VHF UHF Field Day, Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th of January. Ham Radio on the Ferries, 12th of March. WIA's John Moore Memorial Field Day, 18th and 19th of March 2017. WIA's Harry Angel Memorial 80 metre Sprint, Saturday May the 6th, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. May 13 to 15, Mills on the Air. VK Shires, June 10 and 11. Running all year till December 31, Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. To further encourage radio amateurs to operate portable stations, a new year-long award is available for contacts with and from the 79 local government areas in Victoria. On this New Year's Day 2017 at 0001 hours UTC, the Local Government Award Challenge began and continues throughout the calendar year. The winning activator and hunter who has logged the most municipalities in the challenge will get at no cost a professionally designed, engraved and presented wall plaque. Minor awards are for those who send eligible logs for either the activator or hunter category. Rules and conditions of the Victorian Government Award 2017 challenge are on the Amateur Radio Victoria website. New Propagation Prediction Tool A new Radio Amateur HF Propagation Prediction Tool is now fully available. The URL is predtest.uk. The area coverage predictions have been available for some time, but a new point-to-point prediction tool is available. Clicking on the link starts the process. When the form is filled out, a series of plots are available depicting propagation between the required TX and RX sites. All we Aussie radio amateurs may substitute their normal VK callsign prefix with the letters AX on Australia Day, Thursday, January 26. The ACMA automatically allows this privilege which was negotiated by the WIA. The day commemorates the first fleet's arrival in 1788 at Sydney Cove and the establishment of a European settlement at Port Jackson with the raising of the British flag by Governor Arthur Phillip. On Australia Day, many celebrate our country and culture. This includes the granting of awards, honours and the welcoming of citizenship to many immigrants. National flags will be flown and the celebrations include fireworks displays. The AX prefix is popular among prefix hunters and others while the use of a special QSL card is encouraged by the WIA. Throughout 2017, to celebrate the centenary of Finland's independence, Finnish radio amateurs are allowed to use the prefix OF in place of the usual OH. In addition, the Special Jubilee call sign OF100FI stroke portable district number will be activated by various amateur radio clubs throughout Finland. For QSL information, listen to operator's instructions. German Antarctic Research Base called Neumeyer 3 is on air until February. Call sign DP1PEOL, mainly CW and digital modes. This activity will count as AN016 for the IOTA program. QSL Manager is DL1ZBO and logs will be uploaded to Logbook of the World. Belgium ON Lions Clubs International Belgian Amateur Radio Operators are QRV as OR100LCI until March 2017 to mark its 100th anniversary. Activities on the HF bands using CWSSB and RIDI. QSL by ON8ZL MediaWatch Remember, VK2WI News will be a morning-only transmission with the usual morning lineup, VK1WIA followed by the VK2 News plus the AWLDX News. The transmissions will be at 10am EDST today, the 8th of January.
The evening transmissions resume next Sunday, the 15th of January. For BK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, BK4FUQ, Winningham. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio. The 36 Alara contest results and report. The first four place-getters in order of points scored are as follows. VK7QP Linda Luther with 5,770 points. VK3VIP Jean Fisher with 4,296 points. And VK5YL Shirley Trigellis with 2,775 points. And finally, VK4SWE Lynn Battle. She got 2,480 points using three modes, phone, CW and Echolink. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Tom's TPU-120 CubeSat to deploy during EVA. The amateur radio CubeSat Tom's TPU-120 may be deployed during a Russian spacewalk EVA in July 2017. The satellite was developed by students at the Tomsk Polytechnic University to test new space material technology and it's the world's first space vehicle with a 3D printed structure. It was launched from Kazakhstan to the ISS on March 31, 2016 in a Progress MS-2 cargo vessel. It will be deployed by hand during a Russian spacewalk which is why unlike other CubeSat this one has a handle. The call sign of the satellite is RS4S. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. QCWA donation to support RS Space Station hardware upgrade. Amateur Radio on the International Space Station has announced a notable contribution from the Quarter Century Wireless Association in the USA to help support development and certification of new radio hardware for the International Space Station. RS International Chairman Frank Boyer, KA3HDO, thanked the QCWA for its contribution and said that it arrived at a most critical time. RS International Treasurer Rosalie White, K1STO, said the QCWA members understand it's important to HAMS to have the RS radio for the APRS and other modes and it's caused a number of HAMS and their local clubs to donate towards helping to get the radio system upgraded. RS welcomes donations towards the hardware upgrade project via the AMSAT website. Those contributing $100 or more will receive an RS Challenge coin. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting From our good buddies at Amateur Radio Newsline, we learn that Radio Scouting in the USA have updated the Radio Merit Badge Program. A big new addition to the Radio Merit Badge is the new option of Amateur Radio Direction Finding. This combines orienteering and fox hunting and opens up a new interactive component to this program. Cellular telephone topics have been added and different types of radio modulation have been included. Key requirement changes were dropping open, closed and short circuits as well as schematic symbols and components as these were covered in the Electricity and Electronics Merit Badges. 
Other revisions include a radio broadcasting option which will now include internet streaming, regulations and power levels, medium wave and short wave listening option including both types of listening as well as listening via the streaming service on your smartphone. These updates will take effect in 2017 and those scouts working on the previous set of requirements generally can finish them up the same year. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio Vic Police and Emergency Services receive radio upgrade. VK7WI News are reporting that the outdated police and emergency services radios will be replaced by the Victorian Government under a seven-year contract with Telstra. The public will not be able to intercept communications on these new radios, which will replace analogue systems with their encrypted digital technology. The sophisticated technology is more secure, has better voice clarity, will reduce the risk of communication failures and improve safety for our emergency services personnel and the community, said Minister for Emergency Services James Molino. The contract provides more than 8,000 radios for Victoria Police, Victoria State Emergency Services, Life Saving Victoria and Corrections Victoria and can be expanded to provide radio support services for other government agencies. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Social Scene 2017, and we start with more news on two biggies to kickstart 2017. One in VK2, one in VK3. It's not far away. The 2017 Wendark Hamfest and Car Boot Sale. Sunday, February 19 at the Werribee Masonic Centre, 223 Watton Street, Werribee. The Western and Northern Districts Amateur Radio Club Hamfest is the only event of its type in Western Melbourne. And it's huge. With heaps of free parking, bacon and egg breakfast, sausage sizzle lunch, free tea and coffee, heaps of major and minor door prizes with each ticket and entry into the major prize. And Don't worry about the weather, as the entire event is undercover or indoors. Entry is only $6, with doors opening at 10am and ticket sales from 9. See you there. The Wendark Hamfest and Car Boot Sale, Sunday, February 19th, Werribee. For more details on attending the event or hosting a table, Google Wendark Hamfest 2017 or contact Andy, VK3VKT, on 0409-160-948. The 2017 Wendark Hamfest and car boot sale. Werribee, don't miss it. Well, we are now into the new year. It's all systems go for the CCARC Field Day at Wyong. All the usual expected attractions will be there. Commercial sellers, interesting exhibitors, lectures, and don't forget, this being the 60th year of the Central Coast ARC, flea market slots are free. The sellers only need to pay their entrance like any other visitor. So we look forward to a really big flea market this year. If you're coming by train, there's a free shuttle from the station to the race course, and there's disabled parking for those who need it. Entry to the field day costs only $10 per person. Those under 17 get in free. Gates open to the public at 8.30am on Sunday, the 26th of February, at Wyong Racecourse. Full details are available at the fieldday.org.au website. Come and meet your mates at Wyong Field Day on the 26th of February. This is Ed, DD5LP, VK2JI, for the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club. Then, March 26 in VK3, it's EMDRC's Hamfest. April 28 to May 1 in VK4, it's the Clareview Gathering. And May 19 in VK, the WIA AGM Handorf. Good morning, this is David, VK5. 
Kilo Charlie on behalf of the group organising the 2017 WIA Annual General Meeting. The venue is Handorf in the Adelaide Hills, about 30 minutes drive from Adelaide, and will be held over the weekend of the 19th to the 21st of May 2017. All are invited to attend the weekend, although only financial members may vote at the AGM. Friday night will be an informal gathering. Saturday morning will be the AGM and open forum. The afternoon will focus on a series of technical presentations highlighting the best of the amateur service in VK5, followed by a discussion on enthusing new and old amateurs alike. Morning, afternoon tea and lunch will be provided. Two partners tours will be offered on the Saturday to showcase the Adelaide Hills. Saturday night will be a gala dinner with guest speaker. On Sunday we offer a visit to the National Motor Museum at Birdwood or a hosted trip to operate parks and peaks or you may just spend the day visiting the large range of shops in Handorf. Sunday night will be a barbecue at the local football club, fully supplied by the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society. All details and registration are on the WIA website. Details of presenters will be released shortly. So mark in these dates, 19th to the 21st of May 2017 in your diary. Come along, renew old friendships and make some new ones. 73. This is David for the WIA AGM Organising Group. There we be, WIA and the National News Service, the no-spin edition of News from Australia. So, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. You know what we say, walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.